0: To be joined by Daryl Davis. He is an experienced UX UI designer. He's also a design mentor for Design Lab career launch program for UX UI design. So, we're going to dive in to his story and what he's up to in supporting people at Design Lab launching and relaunching careers. So, welcome, Darryl.
1: Uh, thanks, Joel, for having me.
0: My pleasure. So, would love to just give you the opportunity to, to share the short version of, of your career launch story and how you broke into design. How'd you fall in love with design? Like what's the genesis?
1: Sure. Um, my background is in fine arts. Um, as a kid, I've always been uh, involved and fascinated with comic books. And um, so um, drawing in my sketchbook as a kid just kind of led to just pursuing um, Art when I got to the universities. But before that, I actually studied a bit of computer science because one of my driving uh, passions was to try to get into video games um, at a time where there wasn't really any discipline. So, um, being involved with art, architecture, drawing, and painting, but also being fascinated with technology, I was trying to figure out how to merge the two. Um, and so, I studied a bit of um, computer science, uh, but then Focus more on just art um, and design. And then the internet started to come about, about around in, uh, in the 90s. And so it was a it was a perfect platform to sort of explore this new um, medium but all, and stay creative, but also delve into a little technical aspect. So I originally wanted to study industrial design, and I saw um, web design, web development, which would evolve and become UI, UX design, at least one aspect of it. As being a sort of a parallel to industrial design, uh, the same way that industrial designers work with uh, mechanical engineering, um, um, it's sort of similar how UI/UX designers work with software developers. So I ventured into that. Got my masters in fine arts from Academy of Art University and uh, web design and media interaction design. Uh, and from 2012. Um, forward or well, actually starting in 2009. So, so like 2009, I've been practicing product design and UI UX came about so around as far as a mainstay title, like of the profession around like maybe 2010, 2011, um, around. Um, and here I am of course today still, you know, some 11, 12 years later, still practicing, um, and evolving with the profession. Uh, which it has changed uh, over the years. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about uh, about myself. I love
0: that. It's so cool how you were motivated to merge those two interests with the art, the design, that sort of right brain, if you will, side of things with the computer science side, and then catching the wave of the technology evolution and having that sort of awareness to, to bring it all together. And even, I love that you're saying you're saying that you're interested in video games specifically. And like, it's funny because a lot of people, I think we come to associate video games. as kind of like a, a guilty pleasure or whatnot. And something that's like on the side and it's not like, Oh, I mean, now I guess there's professional gamers, but that's another story. But like you were like, how can I take this energy, this enthusiasm for this and, and bring it into something tangible in the marketplace and, and that got you going. And, um, yeah, I just love that story and the evolution of things. And yeah, w- would love to to kind of dive in at this point to hear more about how you work with your students as a mentor at Design Lab. And you know, you mentioned the ever-evolving state of the field, and and I'm curious, just get a big picture window into your philosophy and what, what you do with the, stu- the students that come to you through Design Lab and how you guide them and what that looks like.
1: Sure, there's, a, there's quite a few um, different professions that um, sort of represent the student body, at least the students that I work with. And students come uh, to Design Lab seeking a career in UI, UX uh, design. Um, they're typically from... Healthcare industry. Um, there, are, some are architects. Actually, some are actually even graphic designers. But the majority of students from finance, biotech, they come from these um, non-design fields, and sometimes they kind of have a apprehension, um, um, hesitation, sort of to, to get into it because it's, it's more of a you know, creative endeavor instead of logical. So my philosophy is just want to get understand the student, understand what. Profession they come from, so I can draw some kind of maybe parallels, some analogies to, into design to help them get you know, situated um, pretty quickly, but also to reassure them that you don't need to have any prior design skills at all to come into um, this profession. As UI UX design itself is really an aggregation of different, many professions involving mm, experimental, yeah. cognitive, um, anthropology design, software principles, information sciences. And so all of that has come together to to define UI UX as a a role. And so whatever profession they're coming from, I tell them to just sort of kind of think about that uh, and what they can kind of use as a a springboard into it. And then after that, I'll um, show them a bit about my experience, show them how I came essentially to be review the curriculum. Um, I'll give them some guides into what to focus on, and, you know, what to prioritize and then what to sort of maybe, you know, say read for later, for example, help them get to the assignments. Some students are um, faster than others. So um, I will focus on what they want to really get out of it in terms of is it is it more of the research side, is it more of the UI side? Um, you know, what aspects... Do they want to cover? Some students are a bit slow, so for those, um, I sort of tell or make um, our sessions and our and our and our schedule to sort of help them get over sort of the what I've what I've found to be sort of this kind of uh, fear or maybe analysis per, um, paralysis because they again, a lot of them either come from something where it's there's a like a one plus one equals two. You know they they're like just tell me what it is and and then they want to do it, but with design it's 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 not that straightforward. Design is made mm-hmm. up of a lot of principles, those are not standards or rules or laws those are as they they're heuristics principles, so you have to take what you understand from your customers. And then translate that into how can I make a design that's going to um, be pleasing and engage them. So understanding what your customers are looking at, understand what they're, you know, sh- what they're watching on Netflix, what they're, what, what video games are playing on Steam or, or PlayStation, you know, what fashion are into, because then there's a, there's a basis of what colors probably they use, what fonts to use. You can, you can extract a lot of the, um, aesthetics and those principles from what the customers are in, engaged in and then make an application that would have a high percentage of appealing to them. And once they understand that, once I explain that to them, then it's sort of like, you know, the magic box just unlocks, you know, I like guess because sometimes it's just figuring out like, well, well, what colors do I use? What fonts do I use? And when I explain that to them, how it's all traced to customer preferences of like other things that they're into that you draw inspiration from, then it just it clicks and then they have a little bit more of a comfort into knowing how to guide their um how to go about their projects. And again, I'll provide that guidance every step of the way, helping them generate ideas, giving them ideas, um, just providing that support so that they become really successful and, and more importantly, comfortable in in designing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love the emphasis on seeing Helping new students realize that even if they have no background, that they have skills that can transfer. This is something I love to talk about um, and help people connect the dots on, is realizing that they have a lot more potential than they might realize. I'm curious to hear a little bit more about that. I mean, you, you mentioned like understanding the customers and their perspective, like this this soft skill of empathy is so valuable to be able to get inside the head of the, the potential customer, right, who might be using this web app and so forth, um, that is, is so essential. And then, like, like, any more concrete examples you can give, like, you mentioned finance. Um, let's say someone's in finance. It seems like a much, completely separate field from UX, UI, like, maybe at first glance. Like, let's say someone's coming in from that angle how much? How much you talk to them about ways for them to to realize that they have they have transferable skills.
1: Um, I had uh, yeah, I'll give you a really concrete example. Uh, so I had quite a few students in the finance sector. One particularly was uh, a certified CPA. She worked for like one of the big four accounting firms. So and she worked in this in in finance for at. Uh, a substantial amount of years. I think it was, maybe like six or seven. She had like a lot of years, and I have one currently that's like this too. So, but for this this previous student, he it wasn't like she hated finance. So she was kind of like she wanted to do UI UX as this you know addition to, but it wasn't like she was trying to flee from the the finance sector. And so I told her, um as I tell a lot of my students is there a particular field uh, or domain or industry that you want to work in applying UIUX? Because now you can do UIUX in just a myriad of fields. And I was listing off and say, you can do UIUX in healthcare, ed-, ed tech, fintech, you know, government, agriculture. So when she heard fintech, um, she said like, yeah, but how? And, and sure enough, one of my colleagues were, uh, works as a design manager at Intuit. And I just told her,, um, you know, with a background in in finance, because Intuit's main, main product is obviously accounting software, and you could take what you know and then go work for Intuit. And more specifically, UI UX is about transforming business processes into software process. and that's basically what it is I, i'm I'm really simplifying it probably a whole lot, but as software automates a lot of business operations. Um, on the UI UX side, because what we do in product design is design software from the customer, human centered um, aspect, working back to technology. Um, it's imperative to understand how these stakeholders, the customers do their do their jobs. So something like um, accounting software, like I I'm not familiar with accounting, but she was or she is so. Under sitting with customers, or not even, you know, just kind of bringing her her own experience, even software that she used. How can it be made more efficient? How can it be um, optimized? And a lot of that is understanding just just from an analog perspective how people are doing it um, in the real world. And in my in my career, um, several times, uh, like a lot of the uh, software that I've designed. It's been marketing software, SaaS software. And I'm, you know, I'm obviously not the subject matter expert. I'm not a marketer and stuff. But among some of the tool sets using UI UX, one is just, you know, sitting down, cognitive walkthroughs, contextual inquiry, to understand from a stakeholder point of view, how do, you, how do you do this operation? Shadowing them, observing them, and then taking notes and analyzing, okay, then from there, how can I transform this into a set of... Um, um, UI or a set of features that can just kind of speed this process up and make it a little bit more intuitive. And so, of course, then that's understanding, you know, having a a grounding in design principles and understanding, you know, uh, some software principles and just kind of really doing a mapping. Um, So when she heard that, she was really, she said, yeah, that's what she, she totally, she's interested in something like that, working for some fintech company utilizing what she knows already about just how accounting is done, but then having the tool set from UIUX to be able to transform that into a set of like interfaces and of course eventually software to help streamline a process. And so I introduced her to my colleague and she was, you know, really ecstatic. And so I tell a lot of my students that that's one of the primary ways to just sort of expedite. Um sort of launching your uh, a career in u i u is just starting with what you have already yeah because again software, all kinds of software um in a number of different domains, so if you're coming from healthcare um you have an advantage you know if if you're going to work for you know blue cross blue Shield cars or whatever' some kind of healthcare company, and a lot of them actually even do specify in their job descriptions in addition to having the UI UX skill set as like requirements, they'll say nice to have is familiar with healthcare systems or familiar with banking mm-hmm. systems. Is it like sort of both as a nice to have or preferred? Because again, um, it's about understanding just the basic business operations and then transforming that into um you know sort of software operations, you know, UI.
0: Yeah, that's so helpful to meet people where they're at. And just help people have that light bulb moment. Oh, you have a background in finance. Again, like you said, UX, UI can go just about any direction with so much with the digital world continuing to you know, grow and realizing that there's this world of fintech <laughs> that you can, bri- again, bridge these two sides together. So it, I really just think for many people, it's just a matter of taking five, 10 minutes and asking yourself, what have I done in my life? What am I interested in? Huh? <clears throat> What software might be out there for this world? Would it be fun to maybe get involved in designing that and like connecting those dots? um uh, I think oftentimes we we literally just don't pause or we don't we're not invited to pause and just reflect on what what are those dots that could be connected right so I'd love to hear um you mentioned a little bit more kind of like the Job descriptions that a lot of companies have, and I'd love to segue off of that and just hear you talk about how you guide students in terms of the portfolio building and setting them up for that job that job hiring process and maybe connecting with them with potential companies like give us more of a, a a window into what you do with 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 your mentoring in terms of that that concretizing their 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 learning into something that you present two companies to really increase the chances of landing the job?
1: So UI UX and uh, the UX Academy program and design lab is broken into two phases. First phase is the student is going through in 14 weeks. They decide to do the part-time track. The first phase, uh, about 14 weeks, they will um, create their first project as they're learning the UI UX method. So they choose a theme. It might be... Healthcare related, it might be planning a trip. Um, It might be learning a new skill or hobby. And then they define with the mentor, what I do is help them define in that theme what specifically that they want to do. And then they learn the UX methods from user research to information architecture and interaction design, visual design, building a prototype, and then testing that. So the second phase is portfolio building. Once they're done with the first phase and they apply everything they learned in phase one to their projects in phase two, which is three more projects. So, if a student wants to, in the first phase, I tell them exactly what I was just mentioning. What do you know? What field do you want to get into? What industry? Um, because um, what this will allow me to do is just sort of help them think of projects that they can put in their portfolio that is sort of kind of geared toward that. And one one such case was one of my students, Alina, who works at Riot Games uh, in the game industry, um, as a case study. So she was, I had her for UX Academy and I had her for career services. So she, um, in our first session, um, was like, you know, she's kind of interested in beauty. She's kind of interested in gaming. And like, I'm just asking her, what are you sort of, what are your interests? And she chose her first project around beauty and wellness. But then and we got to phase two. Um, it was clear that like, gaming was something she wanted to get into UI UX for the game industry. And so as I worked in um, the game industry with my company, creating game software, as you can see behind me, um, using Unity Engine, I told her, why don't you focus on creating case study projects that are game related? You know, theme wise, so that when you start going on interviews, it you have relevant material in your portfolio to speak to, you know, your knowledge about. So she created three case studies over the course of um, a few weeks. Um, once she graduated, she moved into career services and that had her for career service. So this is job searching. Career services, students search for about five jobs a week um, minimum. We practice interviews. We practice uh, presenting their case studies, whiteboard challenge, design challenge. So she had a couple interviews <clears throat> that we um, we worked on. She had um, a few game companies, but Riot was one that stood out. Riot Games and League of Legends, Valorant. Um, and she had, it was a, a, a multi-session, about like four or five panel interview. She had her case studies um, where she redesigned a, a, a video game website. She added a feature to a Nintendo Switch um, mobile app. And she um, created her own uh, end-to-end mobile app for uh, girl, game, girl gamers to sort of meet up and, uh, and sort of do online gaming with. So guiding her through the whole process, the design challenge, having to create, you know, the um, sort of uh, designs from specifications that the company gave her. And, and then um, practicing the interview session, having her present her case study. She wound up getting an offer from Riot Games. And um, and that's where she's at now. I mean, she had recently posted on LinkedIn, uh, sort of a little bit about cultural diversity, like in design, you know. And so, um, you know, that it was such a when I saw that she shared that with me. uh, I mean, I was like so speechless. It was it was a really, I mean, words can't really describe. That's the kind of feeling you know, I live for in terms of mentoring to see someone and her background just also, by the way, um, she's a master's in, uh, anthropology, uh, um, very, you know, research, something is very related, but like no design background, no, mm-hmm. no, no design. Really. This is a case study, no design background from zero to now working as UIX designer at Riot Games, the moments that, that just really, I mean, it's such a, it's such a true shining example of how um, UI UX doesn't, it doesn't matter if you, if you come from something so um, different as finance or anthropology that you can, because it's multidisciplinary in itself, you can add what you, your previous experience to it and then Excel. But she landed that and, um, you know, that's, those are the moments that are just really diamond you know to me and seeing her she was doing a video uh they had the video they were interviewing her and like she's you know a year two years now and into her profession and I'm like um you know more that's that's what I want to see more of and a lot of students um have gone on to like to these to their um a lot of my other students going on to careers but she just kind of stood out because um she's really like embracing it you know like it's She's she really she's really into it now. She's you know, UI UX designer, um, extraordinaire, you know, at Riot Games. And and I um and I reposted it to show others like this is this is why I mentor. Some people ask me, well, why do you why do you like mentoring? And it's kind of really that's just there's nothing else I can really say more to that than just showing them the post. (laughs) Like, Like it just it speaks for itself. So but yeah, to help others land such a career. You know, and really to design because it's so, um, you know, it's, you know, sort of polar opposite to something like, um, you know, engineering or finance where it's more of a, you know, it's principles, but then more than that, there's a bit of confidence that you need to have to just move forward in it. Like, it's not going to, again... It's, it's not transparent like or clear-cut like two plus two is four it's not it's not like that where you can take confidence and know like oh yeah that's that's I got the right answer no it's it's basically like how do you know you got the right design and how do you begin that design and it's a lot of there's like intuition there's confidence levels and a lot of students you know kind of exhibit that that hesitation and that's where I really come in yeah. to, to really help with that, it's like you have to have you know confidence, and when I share with them sort of the keys to like getting that confidence, it's not it doesn't have to just you know part of it is coming from within, but a lot of it is external to you, like understanding your environment, and more importantly, empathizing with the people you're on The more you know people, the design just comes out. It just it starts to design itself. Like you don't have to really like you know do much more just, just by uh, other than just understanding people understanding humans so that's kind of um a a a timeline or a sort of like a end-to-end of going from the ux academy and then getting uh that first job um students just spend like you know time wise it might be might be four months but you know um but the perseverance and i tell them like you know sometimes yeah you're not gonna you know, maybe the the company doesn't respond, or they just move with someone else. But you just keep at it. Um, I mean, it was the same when I started out, and you just perseverance that, like, and and it and it pays off, literally. You
0: no, know? absolutely, yeah. It's so cool to hear you talk about the fulfillment of seeing your students go from that beginning to end like that. And again, if you're listening, y'all, and you're you're like maybe having that voice in your head that's oh, I don't. I'm not qualified to go into design and I need to have graphic design background. And it's like, no, you just heard it. Anthropology. Uh, you probably aren't at first glance thinking anthropology sets you up for design, but as Daryl just outlined, it actually does because there's like a research component and that helps transfer with the the research side of UX UI. And, and again, if you have that mindset, you have the, the, the perseverance, you can, you can move through that hesitation. And you can grow and learn. Like you have the ability to go in any direction that you desire. So I'd encourage people to to check out Design Lab. We're gonna put the link in the show notes to go go learn more. You can go um, book a call with admissions. If you wanna you wanna gain gain more understanding and, and share where your situation is, and you know get more of that support to to move through any hesitation you might have. Because ultimately, you know. Deep down, you as a listener, you you want to uh, feel fulfilled in your career. So if design is something that's maybe kind of a, a little, it's tickling your curiosity, like give it a shot because it 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 doesn't really matter where your where your background is because you have soft skills to to bring in, and it matters what your mindset is and what you want to create in the future, and you have that power. So awesome, Daryl. It's been a, it's been great to connect, and again, everyone can check out the. The show notes for the link to design lab. Any other um parting words for our listener?
1: Um no, first of all, Joe, again, thanks for having me and being able to share this with those. I kind of just really echo what you said, yeah, um, what you were just kind of summarizing there. It. It's it's really true. I mean, um I think the what I would tell someone getting into this um to probably have the most is in addition to empathy, but just a sense of. Um, sort of like self motivation or uh, confidence. I know it. You know, it, sketching. Um, do things that take you out of your comfort zone and be okay with that. Um, because like design again is there's no exacting. I mean, you can measure design, but as far as how you get there, there's again there's principles and tools. But if you have to have such a sort of confidence level and. The reassuring part is that, again, it doesn't have to, it shouldn't just be yourself saying, okay, yes, I can you do this. You get validation from those around you. And that human centered aspect, which is at the center, with as a core of user experience design, being human centered, understanding people, I think that helps build the confidence needed to produce um, designs that others are going to find beneficial. Um, so that's, that's kind of my, uh, my philosophy.
0: I love it. Hey, thanks so much, Daryl. Appreciate you coming on and sharing more about Design Lab, your philosophy, and giving people that encouragement. So thanks again.
1: Thanks again, Joe.